You know, we're all connected to Source. And like you were saying, it's not a respecter of persons. It's available to every single human being. Um, and connected to the Spirit which is upholding all things. And that's how we just know in our knower and receive unctions and intuition that can guide us through. And, you know, I think everybody has had their own experiences with intuition that comes from higher wisdom. In fact, I know it's true. And, and there's not anyone listening right now that, that hasn't had these occasions. And they, they think about someone and then there they are. Or they're, they're dwelling on a person from their past and the phone rings. Just this morning while we were having our coffee here by the campfire, remember we were talking about how, and I said to you, I feel like Daniel Crockett being funny. <laughs> and, you're, and you're like, well, Daniel Boone, Daniel Crockett. But I called my, my, my mom just a little while ago and had her on uh, FaceTime. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, right? It's not, I had her on FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> she could see. She could see what yes, we're, we're looking accurate, at. Is that what it's called? Steve. I don't know. There's so many faces, but FaceTime. <laughs> and so, and she said, "You look like Daniel Boone, connected." Yeah. We're all connected to spirit, which is upholding all things. And I have to say, when you have these little premonitions that seem like they are very pointless, <laughs> very meaningless, like you know, what what good is this? <laughs> I think those serve to affirm the connection mm-hmm. for when it really does matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, something as silly as Daniel Boone, Davy Crockett, and then all of a sudden you need to make a huge life decision and you have an unction and you can trust it. And especially if you're seeking those and you're acknowledging that these unctions have value and yes. I am open to it and you're speaking to spirit and you're saying, teach me, show me, speak mm-hmm. through me, love through me, touch and change lives through me. I'm heading out into this day to be used for your purposes, to be of benefit to someone else. Mm-hmm. A number of years ago, I was in the Appalachian Mountains and and I it was late at the end of a day and I was I just pulled into a service station to get some gasoline. And I finished filling up my vehicle and I had a very strong unction and I'm going through life looking for those. Speak to me, love through me, touch and change lives through me. I want to be a benefit and a help to others. And this unction very clearly came into my spirit. And it simply said, put gas in that car. And it startled me because I just finished putting gas in the car. You're like, yeah, that's why I'm here at the gas station. Right, but then again, it said, put gas in that car. Wow. And because I was on high alert, I'm thinking, wow, somebody needs help. I need to put some, help somebody with gasoline. But there's no one else in this empty parking lot. End of the day, the sun's already set. So I stood there, and I waited. And a couple minutes passed, and I'm starting to feel kind of silly about this. And I'm not kidding. I took a step to get back into my vehicle and again put gas in that car. (laughs) And so I stopped again. But here's what was happening. I was putting pressure and had been on all day of listening and being obedient to that inner unction to do something. And so I just waited. A few minutes later, this car was Coming down, the, the gas station was sort of at the bottom, of, in the mountains, at the bottom of this long gradient hill. And so this car was coming down the road and pulled into the gas station and coasted. It coasted up to the other side of the pump. Hmm. Well, at this point, 
I'm following unctions all the time, and so I don't question it. In fact, it didn't dawn on me to even have a conversation with the person driving because I had a little sense of aggravation. I'm tired. I'm hungry. (laughs) I want to go home. I'm fatigued. It's been a long day. And so I took it upon myself. I just reached over, and I flipped open the gas thing and took the top of it off and reached over and... And then I just called out of the corner of my eye, whoever's driving, and there's a young woman, and she said, uh, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to put gas in your car. I said, unleaded? She said, yeah, but she said, I don't have any money. And I said, that's okay. Um, I'm, I've, I've, I'm going to put the gas in your car for you. I'm going to pay for it. I'm taking care of it. And she said, I can't believe this. And I'm just pumping gas. And she said... I ran out of gas up the road, and I coasted down here. I don't have any money except for this little bit of change. I got out from under my floor mat, and she started to cry. She said, I'm unemployed. I'm trying to get home. My baby's in the car seat in the back seat. And I I didn't know what I was going to do. Wow. And... (laughs) And it really struck me that, you know, how how powerful this thing is, how we can all be a benefit to each other. If we are willing to live a life where we edify, encourage, celebrate, champion, and lift up all other people, not just just those that you have known for a while, that have been good to you and that are loving and kind to you, but all of humanity represent our brothers and sisters in spirit. Mm. And when we just are willing to unconditionally love them in the way that you love yourself, unctions begin to come into your life, not only about other people, but about you, how you too can be lifted up from the uh, limitless resources that have been storehoused for each person in this universe, Mm. that are freely bestowed on those that are willing to be a benefit and an encouragement that are willing to allow life and light and love to flow through you into the lives of others. Mm. And that truly is the lifestyle of a kinetic believer. And that's what it means to be, well, to be blessed in this life. To have every, every single need not only met, but extravagantly to the point of being overflowing and full and abundant of joy and happiness Mm. and and perfected health and whatever age you are so that you can be strengthened enough to do these things that we talk about. You know, so many things jump out at me from that story. Um, One of them, though, is is that as kinetic believers, we are intended to not be all talk or all action because this encounter, yes, you're passing along this, this sense of goodness and this sense of helping helping others, while simultaneously, probably the more important thing is that because she knew that you knew, and then you acted upon it, that opened up the door, maybe for the first time for her, to the awareness of higher source, to the awareness of unction, to the awareness of love, unconditional love. Mm, yeah. And so I just think that's such a, a beautiful way to live, because we can get caught up in the good works, and we can get mm-hmm. caught up in just, you know, not shutting up about kinetic belief to everyone, but both require they're 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 not mutually exclusive. They are they go together 
in order to spread the word of kinetic belief, Mm -hmm. to allow others to step into kinetic belief and get to begin experiencing Mm -hmm. what we Mm -hmm. have. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and you know, probably like you're saying, I'm sure that this young lady is, is, she's going through a hard time in her life and she's steeped in ego and probably surrounded by other people that are negative and complaining. Mm. And all she's seeing is the brokenness and the poverty and lack in her life and unemployment and, and on and on and on. It snowballs, doesn't it? Yeah. So a person like this begins to transcend that lower state of being unawakened. And when someone else is willing to reach into their life and to build up and to see beyond the negative, then they too become more and more like spirit, more and more like God in their own lives. And there's a transformation that happens that begins to bless that person and lifts them up out of the egoic rationale of reasonings and all the the negative comings and goings. That reminds me of that old saying, you know, teach a man or woman to to fish and you'll they'll be fed for a lifetime as opposed to giving them Mm. a fish and they'll eat for one day you know as kinetic Mm. believers we don't just help people to just help someone to just hand over a check or write a check it's it's only half done we have to combine and and that's what's washing over me in a powerful way today i needed this reminder (laughs) that it's not just about the stuff as we know for ourselves, it's about enlightenment. It's about giving the gift of, of higher understanding. Even just the most minuscule, the tiniest hint of making someone else aware that they can live a different type of life is revolutionary in this world. Because we are all connected. And so as I help someone else mm. begin to hear higher from wow. higher wisdom, wow. I too will hear even more. Wow. As I help someone else learn to fish, yeah. I too will have more fish in my life. That's because as they begin to hear unctions from inner spirit and can actually begin to read the thoughts of higher consciousness, mm. then I go up as well. Wow. I transcend the, the things that I'm still wrestling with in my own life. Somehow this connects to the universe always expanding. Like kinetic belief, culture, kinetic believers, the... the is that a helicopter? I think it's, it's probably Harrison Ford and his uh, <laughs> airplane flying by. It really is this tiny little airplane, though, going over. It's pretty sporty looking. It, it might is. be his. Who knows? <laughs> That's cool. Um, kinetic believers just flying over, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you just know things, right? Yes, you know yes. things, and as you lift someone else up, you too rise with them. Mm. Higher wisdom, the light of consciousness, begins to direct our thoughts. I mean, it's it's what we all, it's just what's called intuition. That's how I knew that this person was coming into this station. I didn't know who it was. But I just, I knew that they were coming, so I, I was able to wait for that. Mm. It's information that a person begins to receive about things without having the experiential experiential knowledge about those things and it is so strong by the way so strong that it had it, it tied my bootlaces together and i couldn't even move out of that parking lot proverbially speaking but it's it's powerful and so in reality quick question here so in re- yeah. in reality how how important is it really when you're truly helping someone and you're obviously fulfilling a, a great need in their life how important is it to voice to them and make sure they understand that higher source told you to do that? Not important at all, because because voicing it, I'm speaking when you when you start reasoning with something, you're speaking to the ego. Uh, words are not necessary to speak to higher consciousness. It's the action. 
In fact, some of the most powerful speech is quietness. It's the things that we don't say. It's allowing higher wisdom to fill in those blanks rather than my little petty talk. Mm. Did she ask you why you were doing it? She, she no. She just said, uh, "I think. Let me think back." She said, "Why are you doing this?" And I said, "Yeah." I I said to her, "I said God told me to do this," and she looked up and she said, "Thank you, God." <laughs> and, but that was the end of the conversation with her. But to your point, it right. pointed her in a direction, and to my point, love has no language, mm, not yes. really. And there's so understanding. there's understanding there. That is the one universal language of that, that <laughs> regardless of what language you speak or where in the world you are listening to this podcast, everybody understands just like music. Everybody understands love, unconditional mm-hmm. love. Yes. It's universal. It's, it's a universal language of spirit. <laughs> you don't have to get in the car and go, okay, so the big yeah, bang. Right. <laughs> Right. Well, I don't know. I, I might need to go back to the Big Bang. We can so, talk about the bias before that. Stardust. But, <laughs> seriously. But those impulses yeah. are touching enough of the senses to where people know. Yeah. And they, they do receive they from do that. And it, just like when I'm receiving those unctions, I don't really need to hear an explanation as to why I'm supposed to do what I'm doing. It's, it just, it's a call to action, and it is so strong, and it's so powerful, and, it's, and it shows up without those reasonings and that, without any kind of logic. Mm. The impulse of interunctions becomes so strong, it's strong enough from higher consciousness that they even begin to affect your desires. Even though I wanted to go home at the end of that day, my desire to remain st- steadfast where I was was stronger. Mm. You'll want to go somewhere, and you're not really sure why you want to go there. But it's an impulse to do that, and it's powerful. Well, in the universe, it, it always has, when you're in correspondence with the with higher source, I should say, um, higher source, it always has a ripple effect. And so you also are, are very, very starkly aware that, you know, okay, this is not just about putting gas in a car. There's, there's something so much bigger here mm-hmm. for her, for me. For the people that I tell the story to, the ripple effect is vast, and it, and it always is, and it's always you know sort of beyond our our mental reach. But spiritually, we, we can trust that and know that. Trust it. That's a person with crazy faith. If you are willing, <laughs> then spirit will put you on assignment. Crazy faith. I was called to be on assignment for that young lady that day. She needed that. Yeah. I needed it, and so that those two needs were met with an assignment that was greater than either one of us. Mm. That perfected this purpose in the universe for it to expand and become more of light and love. But, you know, a person that's not paying attention to higher consciousness, like most people, they find uh, inspirational perception of truth to be impossible. A person is basically just flying blind. They find inspirational perception of truth to be impossible. To be impossible. Okay. Because it's not reasonable mm. what i did there that evening was I not don't. it was it wasn't reasonable <laughs> i don't have a box for this no so it wasn't rational <laughs> there's no file for this <laughs> so it's impossible yeah there a person like that is flying blind yeah. until they have um and they will continue to until until they are able to overcome anxiety and worry and fear those are the blinders mm. to truth the higher wisdom well. It is impossible for an anxious person, somebody that is worried, or a fearful 
someone to perceive truth because truth is distorted by those things. Mm. And the atmosphere of perception is noisy. And it's even, even the ability to interpret higher concepts. Well, it's just confounding to the ego. Interesting, that, that concept that it's like looking through a haze. You can't quite get your bearings, and it's really a fascinating way to see it. Blinded to it. It's just a, this, this swirling mirage of images, and it, it causes a person to become double-minded, and maybe I will, maybe I won't, I, I won't do it, and, and I'm confused, mm. and I'm a little conceited, and I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, kinetic belief... Kinetic belief works on practical matters as well as metaphysical matters, but it's top-down. In other words, you're working it before you see it. It's top-down. It's spirit-down. Mm-hmm. You are a spiritual person with spiritual eyes, doing spiritual things that edify and encourage and celebrate and champion yourself and all others. That's top-down. Not living by what you see. Mm-hmm. Not living by the negative antics of noise and confusion. Top-down. First spiritual, then physical. First spiritual, then physical. That, and and cling, I can see how really being so mindful of that, carrying that mantra, first spiritual, then physical, with us, it's going to help us seamlessly move through day after day after day in this, in this very consistent way. Because I know that as a kinetic believer, because we're you know, overcoming the ego and fear and, and really so much of the world around us, it can feel like a roller coaster ride sometimes. But this seems like it might be the key to maintaining that, that ease of movement and mm-hmm. we're just seamlessly going through the day because you know for example let's say you, you're in a bad mood you wake up in a bad mood um, you know the first thought is to do something physical to change that let me eat something let me drink something <laughs> let me go on a walk however it's it's wrong it's fascinating to think about forget the physical first take a moment and and spiritually mm. confront what you're experiencing and then allow the physical to manifest from that. And, and I think that's very powerful because, yeah, a cart before the horse, it is going to be tough. Mm. Almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. That's very powerful. Yeah. Like well, for example, if you're experiencing being poor or if you are anxious about financial matters, mm-hmm. I really do recommend that you get the 100-day guided journal because it'll cleanse your thoughts. I mean, it, and it guides you to begin doing this as a way of life. Yes. Easily through one day to the next for resetting your expectations for the day by refocusing your thoughts for the day. So that if you do wake up feeling bad, reach over to your nightstand and grab your 100-day guided journal. Open it up to whatever day you're on, even if it's whatever day. And follow the instructions and meditate on it and think about the, the guidance that you're receiving for those inner unctions to begin to pour into your spirit mm. so that it guides you like a, well, like a guiding light through the day. Because <laughs> it's what it is. Like a, it guides but, you like a guiding light. But it's a, <laughs> it's yes, true though. But it's a power, it is a powerful reset for unbecoming the nightmarish volumes of, in, of misinformation that's programmed by default into the subconscious. Yeah. Well, and that's the reason that we have KBs and, and even I myself. I've gone through the journal so many times. We have people on their 10th journal, um, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Do you ever wonder if I'm just in this for the journals? <laughs> well, I do now. <laughs> Let me think about this for a minute. It's quite the stack you've got. Now, hold on just a minute. Hold up. Oh, I think it's, I think it's a, a fair trade. Okay. 
That's pretty funny. She's just in it for the journals. Right. <laughs> I knew it. And but that's why then that's also why we do our workshops and we've been talking about doing one in Dallas, Texas, and you know, something I've got to pick out a place, don't I? Well if we keep talking about it, it, it will manifest. So yeah. there is we, that. I, I'm going to, I will spend some time this afternoon mm-hmm. uh, looking at some some venues or yes. place for us to meet. I think I hear some people coming down the river. I think you might be right. <laughs> that's fun, isn't it? They're yes. on a, they're are they fishing or rafting? Yeah, they're fishing. They're fishing. That's cool. So, so what happens, begins to happen when you're working through that journal is you start to, you learn to cast down these impulses that are not from higher spirit when they show up. Look, there is no worry in the realm of abundance. Zero. It only exists in the illusion of poverty. Lack mm-hmm. is delusional because abundance is everywhere. Lack is delusional because abundance is everywhere. Mm. I'm going to need that on a t-shirt and a magnet and a bumper sticker. <laughs> Here's another journal. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Every person who desires <laughs> rises above needs and has all that they desire while experiencing wealth. Mm. And the same, the same source that unfolds spiritual enlightenment is at the service of its creation for supplying Every material mm. desire. Mm. The truth then comes into focus as the, the veil of anxiety, like we were talking about, is removed from you. And once a person sees above the substance of fear, their thoughts of lack are, well, they're just banished from the mind. Mm. And when you can banish thoughts of lack from your life, lack disappears because it is an illusion. And so, and I'm not talking about this gradient arrival into the presence of abundance. No, I'm talking about immediately. You'll look around when you do this work and in this very moment and realize that you are already very wealthy. You are already very healthy. That's the substance of who you are. It's not based upon what you think about or what you see. It is based upon coming into the understanding and the realization of your identity, which then manifests life around you to align with your identity that you have acknowledged and and applied your creative authority and dominion to put a demand on. Isn't that why so many negative things are generational? From health to abundance versus lack. I mean, just so many things are generational because people are shown, like you, you use the word see, you see it this way, you see it this way. And if you've grown up very wealthy, you saw wealth. You know how to picture it. You know what it looks like, tastes like, feels like. And so to imagine it and to move ahead with it is much um, more obvious to that person. And so, you know, you mentioned reprogramming. That's going to be a a huge part of this because we have to be able to see it. We have to be able to see something that maybe we've never experienced so that we can then experience it. And and that's that's a big one because the brain, you know, it, it's gonna it's processing things like you're talking about. It's processing it through the senses, through what we know, what we've seen, what we've been told, and and even wealth, for example, it's presented as this very, um, like it's a club, a club that you could never get into, and that's just not true. Mm. I mean, you see people rise from the depths of poverty at the beginning of their lifetime again and again and again, but it's because they are doing what you said as kinetic believers. They allowed themselves to have the awareness and to see the wealth, to see the abundance, to see the higher source that they have limitless access to. To see themselves. To see themselves. 
to actually look within and see your true identity, to identify with the things that we're talking about. Yes. Say, this is who I am. I am, therefore I am. Not that, not what they say, not what my heritage says that I am. I am that I am these things. Mm. And then because if you are, and then you realize that there is a purpose in this interconnectedness with all things for us to be part of abundance. It's not just about you, is it? Like we were talking about. It's about the expansion of all that is good. And so, for example, if you're anxious or worried about your health, understand that it's possible for anyone to attain perfect health so that they can have sufficient strength that is sufficient enough for everything they desire to do and experience so that they can stand out there at the end of a day with enough strength to wait for that person coming along that you too can be an encouragement to and lift up so that they can grow as we grow and advance toward perfected completion. That's the purpose for life. Enjoying these experiences, enjoying the, the unctions and the intuition that comes that guides us through this life. Wow. Because you know something? I mean, look around. As beautiful as this is, we can understand while sitting here, Meg, the smoking campfire, which needs another log, <laughs> that it's the same universal intelligence that manifests wealth, for example, and gives authority to a human being for welding creative dominion in this natural, beautiful place that is also excited by the opportunity to rearrange perfected health to rearrange circumstances and the situations of life. Perfect health is there for the asking, by the way, for anyone and for the receiving and the gratitude. If a person will only put into force the simple laws of kinetic belief, that's all it takes. But in all of these transformative opportunities, it is not going to be enough to just rise above financial and physical anxiety and worry. No, because when a person rises, they also leave behind the, the, all of these lower entanglements of insatiable appetites and addictions and greed and all of these other things that are often used by the ego as a motive for more. In other words, the motives for experiencing abundance, all of those also change to an enlightened state of consciousness. Your reason for being changes. And it's... It's the symbiotic desire for wealth among egoic cultures, for example, and societies that are rooted in pride and vanity. And you can see it historically. Money for power is nothing more than a, a misuse of the best life law of abundance and does not produce from the universal cooperative for expanding to more life. In other words, you can gain more using the wrong motives, but it comes with sorrow. It comes with grief, and th in the same manner that you take from another to have more, it will be taken from you when gained in that way. So having, having no thought of trying to rule over others uh, or by outdoing them, or in a competitive way, that is a vital issue, actually. There is no temptation so opposite to living in alignment with light and love as the selfish desire to rule over other people. Wrong. You have dominion, but it's not. <laughs> you're not supposed to use dominion on uh, other people. So here's the deal. To wield control over other people, to have power over others, is very appealing to the selfish ego. Yet the struggle to have dominion over others, and, and it's actually foundational for every 
conflict in the the competitive world. Mm. However, this is hallmark for the KB for detecting where you might be in your evolutionary state of being. For those who transcend above conflict, mm. they develop insights that change their motives and even their aspirations for living. Yes. Your reason for getting up every day and reaching for the journal and yeah. making a couple of notes and moving on. Mm. It all changes. Perspective changes. The things that used to matter to you no longer matter. The conversations you've been having with with Mama and Dim, no matter matter <laughs> to the extent, you, you still want to have them, but you want to talk about other things. And that control, that, that, that desire to control other people, it's a huge red flag, isn't it? It's a red flag that something's off. Something within the mm-hmm. machine, our own personal machine of kinetic belief, is not functioning properly. We need a tune-up. We need a tune-up. <laughs> because your purpose, all of a sudden, it's elevated to manifesting from the abundance of what's already located within you. Mm. And... And it's it's kind of like waking up and realizing that the substance of everything imaginable comes from within, not from them, not from an opportunity, not not from timing, not from winning the lottery or gambling or taking from or earning or winning the day or the race or any of those things. Everything comes from I am, therefore I am. And one of the only struggles to attract what is authentic is to just cast out the idea that there is a separation from what you want to from what you want to what you have there is a separation from that because a person can have whatever they desire and it doesn't come from somewhere else you can have whatever you desire perfected health wealth happiness joy love life friends whatever it is that you want but it does not come from somewhere else it is attracted to from what is recognized already being within. Wow. One of the most vital things for a kinetic believer to put pressure on by taking inventory of your emotional stressors is to make certain that I am not holding any bitterness. I am not holding on to any unforgiveness toward other people. Because I'll tell you, resentment has the ability to hide in the Quarters of darkened, unawakened egos. And anger blindly enrages the actions of human beings. Uh, Herman Melville wrote in his classic novel, Moby Dick, from, From hell's heart I stab at thee, for hate's sake I spit my last breath at thee. Mm. Bitterness mm. contains utter destruction, doesn't it? Yes. And a person may not even know that they're harboring any unforgiveness for someone that they haven't seen in 20 years. But there's a, a root of it that's still in there. It may be tucked away somewhere. But even so, the root of bitterness has a profound day-in and day-out effect on your experiences. And not just the quality of your life, but your eternal spiritual existence. A negative vibrational effect will work against your life. And I'm telling you that like it or not, believe it or not, the presence of an unchecked belief for positive or negative qualities will separate a person from the source of every good thing, from the treasures of higher consciousness. There's a scripture in the Bible which says that the one who does not love another is separated from spirit, from God. And it's the source of spirit that manifests every desire for abundant living. 
Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be separated from that. If you want to master the universe around you and to be able to call upon its resources at will, you begin by searching for the greater good that's revealed from the highest viewpoint within yourself and then learn to put a demand on it. To affect the holistic substance of the greater good, it is so necessary to examine the details of egoic reasonings in your life that may still have a stronghold on your higher consciousness. And that requires the meditative process of daily journaling. You learn to use your imagination and then subjugate your lower self to your higher self. Yes. When you intentionally elevate your desires and practice gratitude and speak the language of your adventure, put action and movement toward your highest ideals, this is how a KB that is doing their part rearranges their life circumstances. Well, <laughs> as well as the lives of their, their loved ones, too. Let's work on some highest viewpoints. Mm, yes. Just say this out loud. My life is changing each day. My life is changing each day. Becoming filled to the overflow with abundance. Becoming filled to the overflow with abundance. Prosperity comes to me easily. Prosperity comes to me easily. And effortlessly. And effortlessly. Because I gratefully expect it. Because I gratefully expect it. I am increasingly manifesting more and more. I'm increasingly manifesting more and more. Of what I've chosen to desire. Of what I've chosen to desire. Every single day. Every single day. I am expecting increase. I'm expecting increase. Expecting favor. Expecting favor. Expecting more of my mm. genius of purpose. Expecting more of my genius of purpose. And it's working for me now. And it's working for me now. I'm expecting to hear unctions <laughs> from higher wisdom. I'm expecting to hear unctions from higher wisdom. And I'm hearing right now. And I'm hearing it right now. I know that I'm attracting great wealth. I know that I'm attracting great wealth. Because I believe I am. Because I believe that I am. And I am joyous. And I'm joyous. Happy. I'm happy. Healthy. Healthy. Wealthy. Wealthy. And filled with peace. And filled with peace. And so are you. Hey, and so are you. <laughs> I attract more. I attract more. So that I can give from my abundance. So that I can give from my abundance. Which will never run out. Which will never run out. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. No worry. No worry. And no fear. And no fear. Therefore, I have more than enough. Therefore, I have more than enough. Of all that I will ever require. Of all that I'm going to ever require. To enjoy. To enjoy. The essence. The essence. Of me. Of me. If you do want to make these highest viewpoints um, a daily uh, ritual, if you will, we're going to be putting those in the podcast notes going mm -hmm. forward. I think we've done it for the past two podcasts, yeah. and we're going to continue to do that so that you can read along and even use them later in your daily life. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Visit that to get yet another journal <laughs> if you're in the journal game. 844 844 0049. Send us a text to receive encouraging messages from Stephen every week. And here's one more for you. <laughs> Another journal. Oh, thank Another you. <laughs> Sending out much light and love to all you KB oh, creatives yeah. all around the world. And thanks as usual, Steve, for uh, all the journals <laughs> and all the wisdom. Bye.